Urban Lorna, Chapter 8, Continues. In the days that followed, Herb looked for work, and Lorna looked for a place to live. As it happened, Lorna found a job, and Herb found an apartment. The job that Lorna found, through a conversation with a woman in a drugstore, was a job for Herb. It wasn't much of a job. It was a job as a color in the Babington clam packing plant. Colors picked through the clams, sorting them by size and quality. Colors work was boring work. It didn't pay much. The woman who suggested it to Lorna was a clammy's wife. She had thought of culling as work for Lorna, work to bring in money until her husband got a job, work that would assure her that some money would always be coming in, even when her husband was out of work, work to help make ends meet, work to earn her some mad money, perhaps, but not a breadwinner's work, not work for bringing home the bacon. Herb took the job at once. He and Lorna didn't need money right away. They'd put together enough to keep them for a while. Herb knew, though, from his selling experience, how important, persistent, and difficult to alter a first impression is. And for that reason, he wanted to get work right away. And the meaner the job, the more it suited him. The first impression that people have of you, even when it is a mistaken one, and I'd be willing to bet that three first impressions out of four are mistaken, becomes a part of your past as perceived or misperceived by those who have formed the impression or misimpression, a part of that past that pursues you forever, that dogged giant who's always on your heels. Bob Mintner, in his overpriced video cassette series, You Could Make a Million If You Would Stop Acting Like a Jerk, says on the subject of the first impression, you can never overcome the first impression. If you get off on the wrong foot, you can never get back in step. You may think that tomorrow, if you wear a new jacket and tie, change your hairstyle, sprinkle your remarks with some of the latest snappy expressions, and put a new spring in your step, people will see you in a new light that they'll say, say I've been all wrong about Fred. Why, it's as if I'm seeing him for the first time. Well, forget it. You're wrong. They may look at you, but they won't see you. The man they are going to see is the man who matches the idea they formed of you when they first met you. Compared to you, that guy is a giant. The only thing you can do if you've gotten off on the wrong foot is pack your bags, get out of town, change your name, and start all over again. What I want to do, Lorna, said Herbert, is make a good first impression. I want to impress on people the idea that I'm 
ready to work. I want them to think of me as a hard and, and willing worker. Later on, I can find a good selling job. I'm sure of that. When I do, I'll have a reputation around town. People won't think of me as a guy who came into town as a salesman. They'll think of me as a guy who came to Babington with nothing but ambition and a willingness to work, and who, by God, worked himself up from a job calling in the clam plant to a good job as a salesman. I'll be a Babington success story, a local hero, and people will be happy to buy from me. Lorna wasn't sure whether to laugh or not. She saw that there was wisdom behind Herb's idea, but even so, it sounded like a laughable scheme. Where did you get those ideas? she asked. Well, said Herb, I thought of the details myself, but I got the basic idea from one of the books in Professor Clapp's five-foot shelf. What one was that? Sixty-six steps up the stairway to success, starting at the bottom. <laughs>